Do you blink when you, like, with loud noises? Like, if someone's hammering, does that make you blink? It makes her blink. It makes me blink. Carrie's the same way. I feel like I probably I thought everyone was that way, but they don't have that. Welcome back to another episode of the NYC Godcast. Uh, month of March is almost over, folks. Mm-hmm. It's been quite a uh, run. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it went so fast. It did go so fast. <laughs> I feel like I don't know. I've enjoyed this like open, heartfelt sharing. It's been very something. Uh, <laughs> but I hope y'all have enjoyed. It. I hope mm-hmm. you've been channeled. I hope it's brought some change in your life. Yeah. Uh, I hope that you know you've taken it up. Uh, a few nuggets. A few nuggets, yeah. <laughs> Taking those nuggets and just done Dip what you do with nuggets. Uh, so through this series, we really challenged you all just to press press more and more to Jesus. Mm-hmm. I would say that's how I would sum it up. Between uh, Bible reading and church and prayer, we've really just challenged you into more of Jesus. And yeah. if I – I guess I'm allowed to say this. If I were to be completely honest, that really – I would say that is the heartbeat of the NOIC. Yeah. Um, is that yeah. fair? Mm-hmm. I would say that's our heartbeat is just to press people more and more into the Lord. And so from camp to podcast to everything else that we do, we just desire for you to hunger and thirst and crave and be satisfied more and more and more in Jesus. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So we've looked at biting into the Bible. We've talked about church. We've looked at prayer. And today, I guess I sort of want to um, end this series on a crunchy note. <gasps> uh, I, do like, I do prefer crunchy nuggets. I do yeah, too. Crunchy, McDonald's yeah. all the um, way. Yeah. Shape. I don't care. There's like three different shapes. There's a boot. There's a circle. I like the like the ovaly ones, the circular ones. I circular. Like, I like the boots. If they're crunchy, mm. I don't care what shape they are. Mm-hmm. Okay. I definitely prefer crunchy. Soggy nuggets. Yeah. No, 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 like no, microwave no, nuggets. Yeah, no, no, That's no. bad news. Focus, guys. But- <laughs> uh, so today, I want to sort of uh, end the series with, um, I guess, upping the ante just a little bit. Okay. So we've talked about Bible, and I feel like chances are most of us understand we should probably read the Bible, whether we do it or not. Church, I think most of us grasp that's kind of important. Mm-hmm. Even prayer, like biblically, we we get that. Prayer is important. So all of these have been staples of our life spiritually. And so you know you should be doing them. You know they're important. You know God wants you to. But today's topic, I guess, is a little bit more of a spiritual stretch for some folks. Maybe even for mm-hmm. you guys. I yeah. don't know. Um, and so Spurgeon, one mm-hmm. of my heroes uh, of Your the faith. Boy. I... He, mm. Uh, one of my heroes of the faith, he is, he's famous for the saying it's used very, very, very often, but he said this, visit many good books, but live in the Bible. Mm -hmm. And so we know that the Bible is God's inspired word. Uh, just like Mm -hmm. we talked several weeks ago at the beginning of the series, it's the bread of life. It's, it's what spiritually nourishes us in our soul. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of times there's this misunderstanding about reading, uh, spiritual books that, pertain to the Bible, but that are not the actual Bible themselves. Yeah. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I can remember this is a little bit humorous. Uh, I hope they're not listening, but I, I, well, I hope they are listening, but I hope they don't get offended. <laughs> uh, I can remember several years ago, me and my wife bought a study Bible for a, a family member for Christmas. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had said their Bible was worn out and they wanted a new Bible. So we bought them a study Bible, uh, just like we have. And so, you know, uh, we gave it to this person, they opened it and we were expecting them to be excited mm-hmm. and have gratitude. However, the person opened the Bible and they were a little bit offended um, by it. And so later they, they actually gave it back to us. Uh, so we were a little bit offended. <laughs> no, we weren't. But they gave it back to us. And this is what they said. They said, you know, I, I really I can't accept this because I have no interest in a study Bible because those are not God's words. Those are man's words. Mm. And I know there are a lot of people out there, maybe even tuning in today, but. Uh, 
well, chances are those kind of people probably aren't tuning in today, but yeah. there are people out there in Christianity that um, have the mindset that if God did not put it in the Bible, I don't need to hear it. Yeah. We think that God's word is enough. And so to read anything that comes from mere man is unthinkable. Is that, yep. I mean, have you heard that before? Yeah. Is that? Yeah. And so we think that God's word is enough. Uh, and so anything outside that's unthinkable. So what I want to challenge us with today is that the Bible mm-hmm. and books and devotions about the Bible actually have two distinctively different roles in the life of a Christian. Yes. They're not the same. So to pick up your daily devotion and to say, that's enough, I don't need to read the Bible, I have that, that's mm-hmm. wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But the Bible's in one lane and devotions and books are in another lane. Is that is that yeah. fair? Mm-hmm. They have two different roles. And so, yes, God's words inerrant. And though man held the pen, God inspired those words. Those yes. were God-inspired words. However, God also knew that we would struggle to understand the Bible on our own. Mm-hmm. I mean, we talked about that several weeks ago. We have a, we do not know everything. He knew that we would struggle to understand the Bible. Mm-hmm. And whether that's because the flesh is in the way, whether that's because of the traditions of man, because of misunderstandings, because of lack of wisdom, God actually knew that in and of ourselves, we would not have what it takes to grasp the Bible. Yeah. So God's a genius. Mm-hmm. I would say so. God's a genius. God knew we would struggle. And so God invented. Are you ready for this? I know. I would ask for a drum roll, but CJ would stab us. Are we allowed to do that? They're doing it. Uh, God invented preaching. No. What? But it's not what you think. (laughs) (laughs) Grasp this. This is really, maybe this is a bit advanced for our podcast, but, but grasp this. Preaching was God's grand plan for man to understand scripture. Mm-hmm. The trouble, this may be my last episode, folks. The trouble comes in the fact that we misunderstand completely what preaching is. Mm. Jabe, that ready. was a judgment. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm waiting. Okay. <laughs> I will decide in a moment. We misunderstand what preaching is. Stay with me. Mm-hmm. So preaching according to the Bible is nothing more than explaining what God has said in his word. Mm-hmm. <gasps> CJ, if you could put that really, that under note that dun, dun, dun. And then crickets. You just did it. <laughs> okay. You don't have to do it now. Mm-hmm. Uh, You're welcome. That's literally what preaching is in the Bible. Yeah. It's explaining God's word to man who cannot understand mm-hmm. God's word. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that might look like a pastor behind a pulpit on a Sunday morning. Yep. That could be preaching. Mm-hmm. It might look like coffee on a Tuesday afternoon. Mm-hmm. That... <laughs> Your favorite kind of preaching. <laughs> it may look like a podcast, or it might be a book, mm-hmm. or it might be a blog, because preaching is nothing more than explaining what God has said. Yeah. I feel the hate mail being written at the, <laughs> this exact moment. They're Did pushing it? pause, and they're writing mean things they about me. They have the quill. They have the, <laughs> the quill. But you're angry. You can't just write with a pen. No, you gotta get the quill why out. Why do you write like this? Well, I don't usually use my fingers for anything but typing anymore, but... You don't use your fingers when you're typing? <laughs> for anything but typing. Oh. I don't usually don't write use my much. fingers for typing. <laughs> don't just... So, the word preach in the Bible mm-hmm. is actually... Catch this. So, we know that in the Bible there are words, but that same word in, in the original Bible in Greek mm-hmm. or Arabic is translated elsewhere as a different word. Yep. We understand that. Mm-hmm. So the word preach in the Bible and other places in the Bible are interpreted as show, 
-hmm. bring, reason, declare, dispute, speak, signify, and teach. The same word, Mm -hmm. same word. So that means that where we find the word preach in the Bible, we Mm -hmm. could replace it with show or bring or reason or declare or speak or teach. Yep. That is, yep. is that fair? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the word preaching in the Bible literally is defined as nothing more than to herald mm-hmm. what God has said. Mm-hmm. Do we know yeah. what heralding is? It's not hark, Margaret's you husband. Them. You hark the Did herald. You hear what I said? It's not Margaret's husband. Me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, God rest their soul. Uh, she's still alive. Margaret, if you're watching, we love you. Uh, <laughs> she's still alive. Harold's not. Well, anyhow, we're getting way off time. <laughs> I feel that quill being sharpened again. Uh, <laughs> oh, goodness. Why did they let me have a microphone? I don't, know, I don't know. So that is what preaching is. Preaching, mm-hmm. Preach is to explain. Preaching is to herald that explanation. It's mm-hmm. the verbiage of that word. So in the ancient Bible days, we recognize they didn't have iPhones. I don't know if you knew that. I don't know Some that. of you who uh, were born do? after 9-11 may not recognize the world. Uh, mm. It was very different back in the Bible days. Yeah. Um, in fact, a thing called the World Wide Web, uh, abbreviated as WWW. Most people don't even know what that is. I know. That's why I said it so <laughs> plainly. <laughs> they're like, some minds are like, oh, I heard all that about preaching, but WWW. <laughs> the World Wide Web did not always exist. Mm-hmm. iPhones were not always around. And even beyond that, mass printing actually wasn't around. There yeah. actually weren't books. There actually weren't Bibles. Yeah. There actually... Uh, Back in the days of the Bible, right, in the days when the church was uh, formed, mm-hmm. the New Testament hadn't even been written yet. Mm-hmm. The Old Testament was very scarcely available. And so God says they need to know my word. They need to know what the Bible says. They need to know what I have said. Mm-hmm. But there's no Bibles. Yeah. There's no iPhones. There's no WWW. Mm-hmm. So what is God? What, what is doing? God's plan? Mm-hmm. God says send Preachers. Mm -hmm. What are preachers? Heralders. People who will proclaim, Mm -hmm. go and tell the world what God has said. Because if they do not do so at that time Mm -hmm. in the olden day, in the ancient days, no one would know the Bible. They they, they couldn't open up their family Bible. They couldn't open their personal Bible. They couldn't open their app. Mm -hmm. If someone did not go and herald the Bible, you wouldn't know what it said. Mm. So today in our modern world heralding, proclaiming, explaining, teaching what the Bible says has many forms. Mm -hmm. It's no longer that singular option of standing and proclaiming, right? Heralding Mm -hmm. looks like a lot of different things. Sometimes heralding looks like a Sunday school lesson. Yep. It's explaining God's word. Sometimes heralding looks like reasoning God's word with a person who's seeking Christ, a lost person, right? It's, 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 uh, reasoning with them, explaining. Mm-hmm. Sometimes heralding is declaring God's word on a street corner to the lost. Mm-hmm. Sometimes heralding might be teaching. Sometimes it might be signifying what God has said in writing a book or a mm-hmm. blog, right? Or, or the, a podcast. Yep. And so others might dispute false claims and bring the truth of God's word to light. And so by providing a commentary, right? A commentary could be heralding. It's explaining what God has said. Yep. It's not putting man's words. It's explaining God's words. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so to say that, to say that we only need the Bible mm-hmm. sounds noble. Can mm-hmm. we agree? Yeah. It sounds spiritual. Well, yeah. mm-hmm. I've heard plenty of people. Can you hear that? <laughs> that I can, I that can hear that, but it's in my ears. Um, it's my bones right 
I'm going to need surgery after this podcast. <laughs> but I've heard many people, even in church, like testify, you know, we only need God's word. And that sounds super spiritual. Yet the problem is this. What you're really saying is that you don't need God's full plan. Yeah. What you're really saying is that you don't understand what, how we understand his word. Mm-hmm. Let me explain it this way. Let me, let me share. You say, you say that you only need God's word. Let me show you what God's word says. In mm-hmm. 1 Corinthians one twenty one. God puts it this way. God says that he will use the foolishness of preaching, the foolishness of heralding, the foolishness of man proclaiming what God has said to help us understand the Bible. Mm-hmm. God said that in his word. Yep. Um, was I not clear? <laughs> <laughs> I got the furrowed brow from CJ. He's getting his quill out very soon. He's like, man, again. <laughs> So to say that we don't need help, I I have said this so many times and I feel like I get blank stares. To say that we do not need God's help in understanding the Bible, Mm -hmm. to say we don't need God's plan of someone explaining to us, to say we don't need, it's actually arrogant. It's actually prideful because what we're really saying is that you know better than God. Why? Because God's plan was for someone to explain his word to you. Yeah. Well, I think that like... People aren't going to say we don't need preaching. Right. Yeah. You don't even right. like, like, we have but you to get have that, preaching. you get that preaching in book form it's is just, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, it's, just pro, exactly. it's just explaining. Yeah. Preaching in a podcast, it's the same thing, right? It's just explaining yeah. what God has said. And so Rachel's right. We would never come to a servant and say, you know what? We're just going to sing singing testimonies. We don't need preaching. We wouldn't say that. But you understand that preaching is just explaining. So. <laughs> and I also think it takes away the um, the feeling of like not being helpful in the church so like for me like i'm like oh and i don't preach do you know what i mean like so like it's the whole thing of well your dad kind of whispered that your dad (laughs) is the the pastor so So, he's the important one whereas i'm still called to go talk to people to explain things to people absolutely so Mm-hmm. Man, there's that worms in the can. Worms can. Did she open it or are you she just trying to push it closed? She sure did. She pushed detonate. Are you blowing up your can of worms? <laughs> yeah. We're, we're like confusing metaphors story. here. Okay. We grab. <laughs> this is becoming even more controversial than I ever expected. Okay. Stay with me, folks. Do we get that there's a role called a bishop in the Bible? Mm-hmm. Now, we do not have a bishop at our church. Mm-hmm. You will not find a bishop listed on our homepage of our website Mm-mm. or a bishop's office in mm-hmm. our church building. Mm-hmm. Biblically, there is a role called a bishop, which is what we would understand as a pastor. Mm-hmm. It's a person who shepherds, literally is what the word, it means someone who serves, someone mm-hmm. who oversees. So that is a distinctively different role altogether mm-hmm. than preaching. What is preaching? Preaching is just explaining the yeah. Bible to people seeking to know what God has said. And so as Jamie already said, though she's not a pastor, mm-hmm. technically she is placed here. I mean, if you've if you've turned into this podcast, these girls uh, are gifted by God to explain God's word. Now, they are not pastors, no. but they are explaining. I feel my I feel my face getting red and I feel <laughs> darts being shot through the people watching this. Yeah, uh, the people, yeah. The, through the people. <laughs> well, this is the thing. It's the difference between like me being able to explain something to somebody and me being a leader of something. Right. There's a totally different situation. Because that's 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 the tension mm-hmm. is having uh, authority over. Yes. And again, that's that's pastoring. That's something yeah. altogether different. Mm-hmm. Preaching is explaining. Yeah. <sighs> I may not be allowed to air this episode. I don't even honestly know what's going to happen. Well, this. I think the problem is, is today we've mixed the terms. We No. Well, yes. You know what I mean? But do you know why we've mixed the terms? We don't know the Bible. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the ironic yeah. part? If we knew the Bible, it actually would clear all this up. Yeah. I mean, that's that's what God's plan was preaching. What is preaching? It's explaining the word to people who want to know what it says. Mm-hmm. And so again, we are arrogant when we think we just need God's word because you do not know it all. Listen, I will raise my hand. I'll raise both of them first. Mm-hmm. I do not know it all. So I need mm-hmm. someone to explain it to me, yeah. whether that's a commentary in a Bible, whether that's a podcast, whether that's a video, whether that is a whatever it is, you know, even a lexicon, right? That was man mm-hmm. telling us what ha- what the word says. And so I need someone to explain that to mm-hmm. me because I do not know it all. Yep. Mm-hmm. So all of that, whew, <laughs> so all of us would totally be appalled if we went to a doctor who thought they knew everything themselves. Mm-hmm. They knew all there is to know about medicine, right? We mm-hmm. would be totally flabbergasted mm-hmm. at, a, at such an audacious doctor who says, no matter what's wrong, I already know. Mm-hmm. A doctor who's too prideful to ask another doctor with more experience, with more education, with more knowledge, with more specific understanding. If, if they aren't willing to do that, we would say they shouldn't be in medicine mm-hmm. because no one knows it all. Yep. Shouldn't the infinite depths of God's word, mm-hmm. which is alive and breathing and living, shouldn't it cause us all the more to seek someone with more understanding than us? Mm-hmm. Is that... Isn't the phrase, if you're the smartest person in the room, then you're Fine. in the wrong room? Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Uh, Abe Lincoln uh, mm-hmm. was known for always finding someone smarter than him mm-hmm. in the room, and that's yeah. how he became a great leader. And so that that's our problem is mm-hmm. we think we know it all, when the fact is we don't. And so yep. we find someone who knows more. Yep. Um, iron sharpeneth iron, right? That's mm-hmm. exactly the concept of God's word. And so... Uh, just like a doctor, we should we should always be seeking someone who knows more than us mm-hmm. to um, reason and explain to us what they know um, that God has shown them. Mm-hmm. I mean, <sighs> and again, we're not talking about head knowledge. No, we're not talking about uh, information or facts. We're talking about the depths of God's word. Mm-hmm. And so God said, my plan is the foolishness of preaching, the foolishness of explaining, the foolishness of heralding uh, the reason for his word. So all of that being said, maybe you lost the ball through the weeds. What we're talking about today are books and devotions. Um, I love reading. A lot of people, uh, well, a lot of people don't. (laughs) I love reading. I I really do. There are a few things I enjoy more than just cuddling up with a book. There's a coloring I, a book. There's a coloring. There's a difference between reading a book and coloring a book, Josh. Um, you know, you can make any book into a coloring <laughs> this book. Is though, true. But, this is true. So what I want us to garner today is that we could grow so much more spiritually if we would seek outside sources mm-hmm. from the Bible. Now, again, like Spurgeon said, live in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Live in the Bible. But read many great books. Well, and that's the thing is if you have a firm foundation in the Bible and you're set on your foundation – then reading other things won't sway you if they're wrong. Right. So that's the thing is like if you're reading something and you you have discernment to be able to decide right. is this good or is this bad. Right. You know what I mean? And I do want to caution. It's a great point. I do want to caution. There are lots of bad things out yes. there. <laughs> just like music. Just yep. like anything else in Christianity. Just like the Bible. Is mm-hmm. that fair? Just like the Bible. There are versions of the Bible that yep. are not Bible. They are wicked. Yep. And so what I'm saying is that anything man touches can be corrupted, yep. including the Bible, mm-hmm. including podcasts, mm-hmm. including music, including um, resources. Yep. But like James said, if we will seek 
God's word first and then try to grow in God's word mm-hmm. through additional resources, we'll be able to discern the difference between good and bad. Yeah. And I think it's, if you go the opposite way, it's the whole thing of taking things out of context. Right. So, yeah, you can find a devotion that has Bible in it right. that will say, oh, yeah, this is what this is, but it's totally wrong because right. you can pull verses and make it sound like something. Right. You know what I mean? So that's why right. you have to go this way to that way. You have to have yep. the firm foundation here and then you can start reading these other right. things. And, and ironically... The opposite of even the opposite can be yeah. said. <laughs> like, we've been bringing anything to this table. You guys um, are doing so good. <laughs> the other thing is that a lot of times, because the people in the pews are so unknowing of what the Bible mm-hmm. actually says, the pastor, the preacher can actually make the Bible say what it does not say and get by with it mm-hmm. because the people don't know what the Bible says. Yep. So the answer is to grow in God's word, to find more and more and more understanding from resources of God's mm-hmm. word so that you can filter even preaching, yep. even your pastor. Yep. That's God's plan. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So that all being said. Yes. So what is your favorite kind of book? I really like that he pointed the question towards you because I don't read. Oh, so. well, I was didn't yeah. know that at yeah, the moment. I was going to go back and forth. I I, yeah, I was starting with her because she hasn't said anything. Uh, but um, now that you just spilled those beans <laughs> everywhere and worms and everything else. Some of my favorites, I don't know. I guess they maybe consider a study mm-hmm. more than a book. It has like content, but then like it also has questions, whatever. Um, I, I have them linked. But there's a few for, they're more for women, I guess. They're, mm-hmm. I think they're, um, Elizabeth George is the mm-hmm. one that writes them. But she kind of takes the books of the Bible and she just explains them. And then, but I guess more so than she explains them, she like shows you how to yeah. learn it yourself kind mm-hmm. of a thing. So like she'll take them and she'll, so I guess just things that are like, that challenge you and to show you how to go back to his word yeah. and, mm-hmm. and come back to that. And I, and I like, um, I think on the thing that I wrote, basically like I like to go back and see spiritual things that help me grow in like my own personal life. But I also like the phase I'm in, I like to read books that are from other mothers right. mm-hmm. spiritually, like right. how they've gone through things. And so that's, that's what I, read. I think that like James talking that we can easily be led astray. Mm-hmm. So one of the best things you can do, especially if you're starting out, like maybe you read the Bible now and maybe you, want to go deeper, but you don't even, you're afraid of what's out there. And believe mm-hmm. there is a lot of bad things out there. In fact, there's probably more bad than good. I would yeah. venture yeah. to say oh, yeah. <clears throat> the best thing you can do is go to someone who, um, you have spiritual confidence in and ask them for their suggestion. Mm-hmm. Drop us a link. At, maybe it's not us, but drop us a link in the, <laughs> and we, email us, text us, call us. We, in fact, we have some resources we're going to give you at the end of this podcast, but we will definitely recommend something mm-hmm. for you. Ask your pastor, uh, ask your Sunday school teacher, ask even your parents. Mm-hmm. There are ways to find these resources without throwing darts at a dartboard, I guess yeah. is what I would say. Mm-hmm. Uh, since Jamie has nothing. Uh, for me, I've said this many times on the podcast, my favorite uh kind of books and authors are old dead guys Mm -hmm. there's nothing like them literally because they're old and dead um (laughs) they're my favorites if it most books i read are from the 1800s early 1900s most anything written since the 2000s i probably won't pick up very 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 Mm -hmm. rarely um but I love the old dead guys. Now, again, mm-hmm. especially our younger audience, that's probably not going to be necessarily for you. Yeah. But there are plenty of things out there uh, that can help you go deeper mm-hmm. and more. And it doesn't even have to be a book. Like Rachel said, it can be it can be a blog. Mm-hmm. It can be a study. It can be a guide. Um, we do small group studies here at our church. Yeah. That's the same thing. It's it's someone who understands this aspect of the Bible. They've taken the time to study it out, mm-hmm. what God has said, and they're heralding. They're explaining it in a book form. Yeah. Um, favorite devotions. So I, I, it's kind of the same mm-hmm. thing as what Rachel was saying. 
Um, I like the ones where they go through an actual like whole um, Bible character story. Mm-hmm. Like I like to do like there's like Esther, there's mm-hmm. David, and you go through the whole story and it gives you more in depth. Mm-hmm. And I really like that because um, I'm very much so of a person that will connect if there's like a like it's all like stories but like if it has like a full like character from start to finish mm-hmm. i'm very much so more to remember that mm-hmm. and so i do enjoy those i get those on my bible app though mm-hmm. like like you can like david yep. esther um i think there was one on uh well there's one to jesus obviously oh, that's a good topic a good one. but like paul like yeah. there's a bunch of them on there and i like being able to get in depth on a certain person yep and we've talked about resources several times on this uh on this series throughout mm-hmm. the month but like even like uh bible hub Mm -hmm. even blue letter bible some of these apps and websites it doesn't have to be a book right you Mm -hmm. can be reading god's word and you're like what did esther actually do there are commentaries Mm -hmm. there are topical studies and again that's nothing more than someone who has extensively studied god's word and they're Mm -hmm. explaining preaching heralding Mm -hmm. what god has said and so when you seek that what you're saying is i don't know everything about esther Mm -hmm. i want to know more of what god said about esther and so i'm seeking that out yep yep well, that's really all the fun I had today. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any? So we've covered we've covered Bible reading, we've mm-hmm. covered prayer, we've covered church, we've covered devotions. Are there any other like anything else that's fallen through the crack this month? Any any other things components that uh, you use as an aid to your Christianity? Like what's benefited you spiritually? Well, I say like podcasts. Yeah, so are, we, are we allowed to say podcasts <laughs> specifically? The I don't want to see God. No, I think that me and Rachel listened to a lot of like um the Leslie Ludy, mm-hmm. like all of her like the is it set apart? Mm-hmm. I think it's set apart. I actually have in my resources. I have their whole I page for that. all four yeah. of them, yeah. all the four of the things. So like those types of things, finding some good um like christian podcast to just like listen because it is it's one of those things where it's like to know that you're not alone right type thing like it's like a conversation you're gonna learn stuff but you're also gonna know there's someone else out there that is right. also feeling the exact same thing yeah. as you and are. i really feel like like it's hard for me like i i like reading but i, I like reading but like <laughs> i very rarely have a time to yeah. sit down and, mm-hmm. and read and if i do i'm just tired and i'm falling asleep oh, while yeah. i'm reading and so um podcast what's great if i like i'll pop one pop one in and earbud that is <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> And I'm glad like, you said pocket in a book. <laughs> but I'll, like if I'm cooking or yeah. if I'm, you know, doing something <clears> the kids aren't being as demanding, you can do that while yeah. doing other things. It's hard to read and it's while of, you're doing other things. Yeah. It's kind of like you said with, with prayer, like you're always going to find something to fill that time with. What if you filled that time with God? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I have on my phone, it's actually been, I've, I've talked to you about this several times. It's actually been one of the greatest benefits for me. Um, if you have an iPhone, if you have an Apple phone, they have free Christian books in the bookstore. Mm-hmm. Um, I have like, me and Rachel talked about this. I much prefer paper. Like yeah, I do mm-hmm. not prefer it on my phone. However, I always have my phone on me. I don't always have a book on me. Right. And so what I find is instead of pulling up Facebook, mm-hmm. instead of pulling up TikTok, whatever you cool kids do, uh, <laughs> instead of pulling that up with your phone, just pull up that book and just read. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I'll just read a, a page. But what I'm doing is giving God the gaps, giving mm-hmm. God the time um, and devoting that to him. And I'm growing spiritually and understanding his word and and. So yeah, I have your one. hand's moving, so I feel, I feel pressure You're that you would shushed. like to speak. I, I, would like, I would like to speak now. No, so another thing that's like not, it's, it keeps your mind on God, but it's more of like the other end. So like a lot of people have games on their phone. I've actually downloaded several Bible trivia. Yeah. So like it is a game. You're still playing a game, but it's also you're learning more. You're yep. actually learning something that's worth something yep. instead yep. of just like aimlessly. I uh, I think we talked about this. This has been a very, very long time ago, maybe even a year plus ago. There's an app and I, I, it's on my phone. I don't remember what it's called, but there's an app um, that's for Bible memorization. And like mm-hmm. that's one thing we didn't talk about. I yep. think we joked about putting that in this month. Yeah. Uh, but like that's what like even us were like, Ooh. Ooh. I can't. 
can't remember my name most of the time, let alone my own. But what I love about this app is that it's it's almost game-like. Mm-hmm. Like, instead of just like, all right, memorize the verse, it like gives you, all right, fill in the blank, what word's missing. Or it'll say, type the verse out 12 times. Or it'll say, um, like, organize the word, they're jumbled, put them in order. Mm-hmm. So it's constant. And what you're doing is every time you're doing one of those actions, you're remembering what you're reading. Yep. And all of a sudden that verse is sinking in. Yep. Yep. Um, and again, that's a great thing just to pull up when you have a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Any other... I guess I'm kind of surprised you guys say it. One of the ones, I guess, and you've mentioned it, I think, every episode. Um, one of the ones that I think probably one of my favorites and one that has really impacted my life is music. Oh, yeah. And no one said it at all. We How didn't about actually... music? Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, for me, I, I literally, I, like, I, I can't have quiet in my no. house. I have music yeah. playing at all times. I do, too. Times. Yeah. Um, we good, boss. Uh, or <laughs> Making us nervous. Worship <laughs> music uh, just lives in you oh, know yeah. every it's moment. It's always on in my house. And I'm yeah. like, like there, for you know, there are songs that are kind of get you pumped, but mm-hmm. then there are worship songs like yes. we talked about that with Sunday mornings. And so that's something that again, it gets our heart and mind in the right place mm-hmm. uh, for seeking mm-hmm. Him. So yep. that's mm-hmm. been a, a, yep. a blessing and a benefit. Sure. I would totally echo the podcast thing. Uh, in fact, when I'm in my car, that is what I'm listening to. If mm-hmm. I have, I'm working on a project or something, if I'm not typing, I am. I have a podcast mm-hmm. on. Um, there are just so many things. We lived in we li- uh, live in such a blessed time where there's so many resources out mm-hmm. there. Um, so I guess to wrap up this series uh, for the month of March, and we hope it's been a blessing to you. And and if it's been a blessing, would you let us know? Yeah, yeah. I don't. I think we've only once ever in a year and a half of doing this, only one time have we ever received feedback. Uh, but we would love to hear from you. Just drop us a comment below. Uh, send us an email, text, whatever it is. We just would would love to know that you've been blessed by this series. Yeah. This is the one thing I wanted to leave us with today. You will in you will um invest and you will dedicate time and energy and resources to whatever's important to you. Yep. Mm-hmm. If Truly. you want to learn how to um code a website, if you want to learn how to play an instrument, if you mm-hmm. want to learn how to play basketball, if you want to learn how to do something, you will invest time and effort and resources and money into doing that. Yep. I know so many people who invest so heavily into sports and they tell me I just can't understand spiritual things. Mm -hmm. That is a lie. That is a lie from the devil. And the truth is, if you want to, you will. Mm -hmm. Jesus said in the Beatitudes, blessed are they the hunger and thirst for righteousness for they will be filled. The problem is we're not hungering and thirsting. And so if, if Christianity is important to you, if Jesus is important to you, you will seek and do whatever it takes. One of the anthems I live by, um, this is from Eric. Why are you pointing to me? But you listen to him. (laughs) Uh, one of the anthems I live by, this is really one of my models for life is no more excuses. Mm -hmm. And that applies to my Christianity. If I find I'm not doing well with my Bible reading, no more excuses, find something that works. If I find that I'm just not enjoying church, I'm not getting anything out of it. No more excuses, find a way to get involved, to be, uh, to take something away from it. Mm-hmm. If I'm not doing well in my prayer life, no more excuses. Find what works. Yep, yep. If I if I find I'm just not growing in my Christianity, no more excuses. Find a devotion. Find a podcast. Find a commentary. Find something. Because this thing's important. In yep. fact, it could be said, it's life-sticking. Yeah. It's life or death. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so we hope you've enjoyed nuggets of knowledge. I feel like we need some like chicken noise up. 
That was awful. It's like a squirrel ate a chicken in a roadkill oh mess. My. I don't know what that was. Right, let's know. hear your chicken noises. You got out on the stomach noise many episodes ago, so we need to hear your chicken. That wasn't that bad. That was good. <laughs> Were you a chicken in a former life? What did Maybe. you get? She laid an egg. All right, that was kind of sad. I right, wish we would have had actual We're not chicken done, nuggets. apparently. Uh, we have a considerable <laughs> quote here. This is your podcast. I, this is maybe my favorite quote this month. Uh, this is Spurgeon. I just love this guy. Old and dead. Uh, he said this. Give yourself unto reading. The man who never reads will never be read. He who never quotes will never be quoted. He who will not use the thoughts of other men's brains proves that he has no braids of his own. Mm. You need to read. <laughs> how, how great is that quote? I want a t-shirt with that or something. That is great. I love that. Proves he has no brain. Mm. You need to read. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. Well, today's feature content. Uh, I love this song by Shane and Shane called Living Water. And so check that out. Um, we do have a link uh, in the featured resources that will take you to our website, there we have a few of our favorite books. Mm. Um, so if you can click that, if you, again, want a place to start, we'll have some podcasts in there you can listen to. Uh, maybe we can get to your games or some mm -hmm. app things mm -hmm. in there. But then we'll have in there some books that we recommend. Yeah. Um, just point you in the right direction. Today's Charge Up Challenge is to give something new a try. It could be reading a good Christian book. It could be listening to a podcast. It could be starting a daily devotion. Regardless of what it is, give something brand new a real genuine try for at least a week mm -hmm. and see where it goes. That's one thing we didn't mention. Our church does a yearly devotion. I don't mm -hmm. know if either of you guys do it. Yeah. Um, the Paul Chapel. Um, well, I have Tozer because he's old and dead. Oh, <laughs> well, Jacob has Tozer. I yeah, have Paul Chapel. Okay. Uh, well, we, our church actually buys them for our folks. It's a 365-day devotional. And it's just, again, one page of spiritual insight. And that's been a great blessing. Mm -hmm. I don't know yeah. how I missed that. but Yeah. All right. Well, friends, uh, thanks so much for joining us. Make sure to share this podcast. Mm -hmm. Help someone else be scared and encouraged <laughs> and challenged. And uh, join us next month. Mm -hmm. We are so excited. Uh, as you know, Easter falls in April. Mm -hmm. And so we're so excited for our April series. I yeah. promise you it will be something like you've never seen before. Mm -hmm. And so make sure to tune in and see what that's all about. Yeah. Until next time. Bye. See you. Bye.